Welcome to the Energy Shift Podcast, the podcast to bring you energy healing techniques, insights from a medical intuitive and consciousness raising methods, all tied together to help you change your energy and heal your life. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Katharina, and you are listening to episode number seven, how to truly forgive someone who has hurt you in 10 steps. This is what we're going to talk about today. First, I will share with you how non-forgiveness harms your emotional and physical health and also how it hinders your spiritual growth. Then I will take you through the 10 steps on how to forgive. And then also what's included today is I will share with you an exercise that you can do to send healing not only to yourself, but also to the other person who has hurt you in order to set yourself free. Now, I'm sure that each of us has experienced something that we didn't want to experience, something where we got hurt and this emotional hurt can also, when it lingers in our energy system, can later on become a physical hurt. Now, what do I mean by this? When I do my readings, I take a look into the energy body of someone and usually I do see if there is um, past hurt or resentment or anger still present. Now, when these emotions are still present, the energy of that emotion is harmful in the long term for your physical health because the body has constantly has to deal with these emotions on a subconscious level and also we know that there is this connection between um, the emotions and your immune system. So when you have very strong negative emotions for a long time we know that it can harm your immune system uh, from the stress that it creates and then later on even leads to physical illness. These emotions also hinder your spiritual growth and this is because there are always frequencies that are connected to certain emotions. For example, love, compassion, gratitude. These are frequencies that are very high and usually when you experience these emotions it makes you feel good because you have elevated your vibration. The other thing, when you experience fear, anger, hurt and resentment, those are emotions that have a very low frequency and subsequently you will also feel very down and, and um, will lower your vibration. Now, of course, it is normal and this is really what I, I want to share here. It's definitely normal to feel these emotions especially if you have experienced something that was so painful for you, something that you feel like is unforgivable. There is a time and place for everything. So working through these emotions, and I will talk about this more when we come, come to these steps, is very, uh, very important. There's nothing wrong with it. However, there are people who hold on to these emotions 10, 20, or even 30 years after the event and that of course is not good for your spiritual development because it keeps you trapped in, in a state of being where there is separation, a, a state of being where you feel me against the world 
or another person against you. So it's a type of egoic consciousness and that keeps you trapped. Not only um, trapped in the resentment, the hurt and the pain, but it hinders you from experiencing oneness, compassion and love. I do believe that we are all souls here on a spiritual journey and that we come here to experience. We come here to make experiences and to learn and grow. But when it comes to the deeper meaning or the deeper experience of life, and this is what, what all the re- not only the religions, but also the mystics tell us, tell us, and this is something that I've also experienced myself when I had my awakening experience, is that we are all one. This is very hard to understand one when you are in an egoic state of consciousness with hurt and pain because it feels someone else did this to you and this is totally normal. However, once you come out of this and you can shift your perspective and realize everything's one, everything is connected, then you can even shift that consciousness that no one did something to you. I know this is very hard to understand right now, but at some point, especially if you practice meditation and you connect to your heart and you connect to spirit, God or the higher power, you will realize on a very deep level that we are all connected. We're all here to learn and grow. And then it's also possible, and this is usually what happens, to forgive very naturally and easily. However, if you're not there, don't worry. Most people are not there and I'm not saying I'm always there. Absolutely not. (laughs) I um, also have my moments and then I also do practice um, these 10 steps that I want to share with you right now. Okay, so the 10 steps to forgiveness. We're going to start, of course, with the step number one is the first step might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but the first step is important. And the first step is don't force yourself to forgive. Especially in the spiritual community or in the lightworker community, we always talk about forgiveness and people often say, yes, I have forgiven this person and they're trying to move on. But if it's not genuine, it usually doesn't work. And just To say I have forgiven if you cannot feel the energetic and emotional release will not help you. And so the first step is really to become aware of that, that you don't have to force yourself to forgive. In fact, you can't force yourself to forgive. It's something that happens naturally and that arises naturally as you work through these steps. So don't be hard on yourself. It's normal to have resentment and anger and hurt in the beginning. And in, in that, um, when you are in that state of being, you just can't simply not forgive. That actually already takes me to step number two. And this is crucial for forgiveness that you have to work through the anger, the pain and the hurt. So step number two is release these negative emotions. Because when you feel these negative, we call them negative emotions, but it's something that just doesn't feel good, right? These feelings like um, another person has hurt you or you get this pain in your heart or in your gut when you think about the situation, when you think about this other person. And these strong emotions literally 
you have to work through them because you cannot forgive. Forgiveness is on the energetic level. It's an openness. It's a releasing. It's an especially an opening of the heart. The strong emotions like anger, pain, and hurt, they're the opposite, right? They feel like it's contracting. It's like you have this gut-wrenching feeling or even this pain in the heart that can feel, feel like someone stabbed a knife into your heart. So these are the opposite emotions of uh, energies of forgiveness. So it's crucial to release these feelings and emotions. Okay, so uh, if you know me and if you have worked with me, you know that I'm a big fan of energy medicine, energy healing. That is what I do. I do offer a free energy healing once a month, which you can sign up for my website. But I always tell um, people I work with, please do also the work on yourself. And there are fantastic tools right now out there that you can learn. And one of them is tapping. It's also called emotional freedom technique. It's basically what you do. It's a technique where you go into the feeling of the emotion that you're working with, that you want to release while you tap on certain energetic points. And by tapping, what you're doing, you're neutralizing the energetic charge. And that is really what energy medicine does. It doesn't change the past, of course, but it changes the way you feel about it. And ideally, you come to a place of being where it's more of a neutral state. When I do my uh, rapid emotional clearing sessions, also a service that I have, usually people tell me once we have cleared an event or a strong emotion that it feels in the past, they don't want to even think about it. Often people also tell me that it doesn't even interest them anymore to think about it. So these are usually a great signs that you have worked through these emotions and once you have come to a place of neutrality, it's much easier to see things from a bigger perspective. Step number three is come to terms with the facts of what has happened and realize that you might never experience justice. This is also important because when something happens to you, the natural instinct is that you want to have justice. It wasn't fair what has happened. Um, maybe something treated you not right, made you angry. And even worse cases, maybe you got harmed emotionally or even physically. And of course, it's a natural res response to wanting justice. But what people don't forget, uh, what they forget actually is, even if you get justice as you see it fit, it will not release the hurt and the pain. So people confuse this. They want to see justice and they think then they, everything's okay and they can let go. It's usually not like that. So it's best to come to terms that with the fact that justice as you might wish for might not even happen. I know this sounds a little bit cruel maybe, but it's actually what, what most of the time happens. The quicker you remember it, the easier it will become for you to let go. Now, step number four is, and this is for me the most important step. This changed everything for me. Realize that each person can only act upon their level of consciousness at any given time. 
So what does this mean? We all act upon our level of consciousness. And we can only act upon our level of consciousness at any given time. Now, give an example. I'm sure you have had moments in your life where you were fearful and maybe you had an argument with someone. And in that moment, you were afraid. Maybe you were afraid of losing the other person. Maybe you're afraid that you did something wrong. But usually, um, there's fear underneath it. And also when you get angry, when you dig deeper down, underneath the anger is fear, right? So there's fear present. When there is fear present, our consciousness usually also shifts into a fear state, meaning our consciousness gets lowered and matches now the vibration of fear. When you are in a fear state, in a fear vibration, you can only act upon that level of consciousness and you might say things that you, or even do things that you regret later on. Now, why do you regret it later? Um, for example, if it was an argument and you took some time out, you walked around the block and you thought about it and let it go a little bit, the fear possibly um, left you. And when that, when it did, your consciousness changed, right? And when your consciousness stay, uh, changes, you also act differently. And maybe you also have more, more information than maybe you saw how your actions and thoughts actually hurt someone. And then you regret it, right? We all had this happened to us. We regret it because our consciousness has changed. It has risen to a higher level, a higher state of being. And for example, when you are in a state of love, right? Imagine this is, of course, the opposite to fear. Love is the opposite to fear. When you in a loving state, you cannot be cruel. When you are in a loving state, you will never harm someone else. And this is the fact also for the person who did something to you that really hurt you. That person was not in a state of love. Most likely, that person was in a state of fear. And when you truly realize this, it's not because the person is mean or evil. It's because the person is on a, um, in a consciousness level that is very low and that arises out of fear. That person couldn't act differently. Now, I want to really point out that this is, of course, no excuse, especially if you have experienced emotional or even physical violence. It doesn't act as an excuse. The actions are never right. But what it does is it serves as an explanation, right? So when you understand that when people get um, traumatized. When people are traumatized, they usually have a lot of fear in them that can get triggered very quickly. And of course, in extreme acts of violence, usually these people have experienced trauma and um, cruelty and violence already in, in their childhood. So they are hurt on a very deep level. And again, I want to really point out to you, this is not an excuse, it's an explanation. This was the um, realization for me that changed changed everything for me because I also experienced things that I didn't want to experience, right? And I had resentment and um, pain inside my body. And when I started 
seeing it from this perspective that that person didn't want to harm me, that person also acted upon the level of consciousness that was low in that moment, it changed everything. The same goes for uh, me and also for you, right? So be compassionate for yourself and the other person. Step number five is find compassion for yourself and for the other person. The definition of compassion is the ability to understand the emotional state of another person or oneself. And as an added element, and this is often confused with empathy, compassion also includes the desire to help alleviate or reduce the suffering of another. So once you have understood that we each can only act upon our level of consciousness, as I just explained in the other steps, it's easier to find compassion for yourself and maybe in time even for the other person. But don't force yourself to feel compassion for the other person. That's only possible once you have released the pain and when, when you see things from a larger perspective. And in, in an energetic sense, compassion is felt as an opening and a softening of the heart, right? In such a state, you cannot feel resentment. And in such a state, it's much easier to forgive. So it comes naturally and easily. You don't have to work so hard. In fact, as I explained earlier, you cannot force yourself to forgive. It's something that arises naturally. So let's talk about step number six. Step number six is think about how the experience has helped you grow. Once you have moved to the other steps, it is easier to see your experience from a higher perspective, from a higher consciousness. And once you do, you can ask yourself, what have you learned through this experience. I'm sure you have learned something about you, about someone else, maybe about consciousness, maybe about fear, right? That is a very important lesson too. And then you could ask yourself, what would you do differently next time? How would you act? How would you respond? Maybe how could you prevent something from happening? from something like this happen again. So maybe you were involved with a violent person and this, there were signs and red flags, but you didn't see them, okay? So see it just from a higher perspective. What have you learned? I'm sure you have learned something. This is important so then that you don't repeat the past, right? You want to learn and grow. Step number seven is... Release victimhood. Now, why do I say this? If you experience emotional, physical violence of any sort, it's totally natural to, for a while, to see and experience yourself as a victim because most likely in that moment you were a victim. But what's important to understand is that the experience should never define you. It's not who you are. You are not a victim. Even something might have happened to you where you felt like a victim. But deep down you are not. And this is often hard to understand because in the beginning you do feel like it and it's completely natural. 
And again, if something very, very traumatic happened to you, I urge you to talk to someone, to a licensed psychologist, a counselor, to work through these emotions. And again, this takes time. This is not something that will happen overnight. But in the long run, and when you have worked through the other steps, it's important that you release the idea that you are a victim. Because when you are in such a state, it just doesn't feel good, right? You will feel anxiety. You will feel like helpless. You will feel like the world is not a safe place. And I don't want you to feel like that. I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel empowered. And again, this will happen over time. There is also a technique that I want to share with you, which I really like, and you um, can, can do some research on your own. But basically what it is, it's a technique, it's a writing exercise where you write down what has happened to you and you don't negate the facts. But what you do is you rewrite your own history and you see yourself through the perspective of a hero so that you emerge from the story as the hero and not as the victim. And you can do this when you realize that you learned something from this experience. You grew through that experience. This is important because then you will experience yourself as a strong person versus a weak person, versus a victim. And that is a very powerful exercise and it literally can shift your past. And that will also help you to let go of the past. All right, step number eight is don't expect an apology. So maybe you now have worked through all these steps and you feel like, okay, I have forgiven the other person and then you expect something to happen. You expect, maybe you tell the other person that you have forgiven him or her, but then you expect something in return. Maybe you expect an apology. Maybe you expect that the other person is trying to do something to make things right. But what if the person, the other person doesn't do it? What if the other person does see the whole story in a completely different light, which most likely he or she will, because we all have our, we all live in different realities, right? We have our beliefs, we have our way of telling ourselves the stories of what has happened. So I'm telling you this because waiting for an apology from the other person who has hurt you is not a good thing because again, it keeps you tied to the other person. It keeps you also tied to the past because you're giving your power away in that moment. You are waiting for the other person to do something that will help you let go. And that is something that will actually prevent you from truly forgiving. When you truly forgive, you don't care anymore what the other person does. It's maybe um, a concept that is a little bit hard to understand. But if you think about it, it's all forgiveness is really something that you don't do for the other person. It's very crucial to understand. You are doing this for yourself. And again, forgiving doesn't mean it's justified what the other person did. It doesn't mean it was okay. 
it means that you have moved on. It means that you have let go of the chains of the past and that you set yourself free. It's an act of self-love when you truly forgive. So don't expect an apology. Step number eight. All right, let's talk about step number nine. Step number nine is actually an exercise. It's an exercise that will help you heal yourself and the other person. And if you want to, you can do this exercise now with me together, but only do so if you are ready to forgive. So it might be too early if you're hearing this for the first time. You might have to work through the steps before that I just gave you. And of course, it might take a few months. Right? But I want to share this here with you because it's a beautiful healing exercise where basically I want to give an overview on how we're going to do this. Basically, what we're doing is we are finding compassion inside your heart for yourself and then we also find compassion for the other person. And when we, when we do this, healing can happen. And how can we find compassion for the other person who did something that hurt us? We visualize the other person as a child who got hurt. Because as I explained earlier, most likely that pers the person who hurt you was already traumatized and had this pain inside his or her heart. And that's what we will focus on. So we won't focus on what has happened. We will focus on the other person as a little child. When we do so, it's easier to find compassion. All right, so let's start. I want you to first focus on your heart. Just notice what you're feeling there. It might feel open. It might feel closed or even numb. It doesn't really matter. Just focus on the heart. Now I want you to imagine to breathing in and breathing out through the heart. Next, what I want you to do is, I want you to find that soft space inside your heart. The soft space where you can feel compassion for yourself. Compassion for what you went through. Compassion for the hurt you experienced. Allow the feeling of compassion to come to you, to open your heart, to soften your heart. Compassion is like 
a blanket that you put over yourself, a blanket for protection and warmth and love. Release any thoughts of guilt or blame. Just let them go for now. Just find this place of compassion within yourself, for yourself, for what you went through. Next thing what I want you to do is I want you to remember. I want you to remember that you are a child of the universe. You are connected to a higher power. You can call it God or universe. Whatever you want. You're always connected to that energy, to that heart of yours, to that beautiful heart of yours. That's where the connection happens. That's where you can allow yourself to feel that connection, that love that the higher power or spirit has for you. And I want you to imagine that this energy of unconditional love now flows into your heart. Open your heart to the love that surrounds you. This love is unconditional. There's no right or wrong. There is just acceptance and love for you. Imagine that you can feel that love becoming stronger and stronger with every breath that you take entering your heart filling your chest and slowly your entire body enveloping you in the energy of unconditional love it fills you up from the inside Allow yourself to feel that beautiful feeling. thing what I want you to do is I want you to imagine the other person the person who has hurt you but imagine that person as a little child see him or her as a little child maybe he or she is six or seven years old or maybe even younger See 
how that child wanted nothing more than being loved for who he or she was. See how he or she didn't get it. The pain that the child felt inside the heart. The hurt that he or she experienced. Now focus on your heart again and the unconditional love inside of you, the unconditional love from the universe. There's so much there, so much unconditional love that you want nothing more than sending that unconditional love into the heart of the little child. Allow now that energy to flow from you to the little child, into the heart of the little child. Filling his or her heart and letting the child know it is loved. It's loved by the universe. It's loved for who he is. It's loved for who she is. Allow that energy of the unconditional love do the healing for you. Just let it flow through you to the little child. Wonderful. If you want to, you can now thank the universal energy for the healing, for healing your heart and for healing the heart of the little child. Okay. So if you have done this exercise with me, you most likely have felt the power behind it because it opens your heart. It naturally helps you to find compassion for the other person and compassion for yourself. And this is really a beautiful exercise when you're truly ready that will help you to forgive. Right? Then you can let go. And that's already step number 10. Step number 10 to forgiveness is make a commitment to yourself now to let the past rest. Let it rest. Let it be the past and not allow it to be your present experience. Make a commitment to yourself so that you can move on and let go. And finally, when you have done so, it's really time to celebrate yourself because 
you have worked to a very difficult situation you have grown to a difficult situation and you have grown spiritually because that's really what this is about in my point of view this experience we call life we want to grow spiritually through our experiences and we want to go towards love i think this is what this journey is all about and these experiences that have hurt us they also help us to go back to the state of love i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and i also want to let you know that i have a free gift for you which you can find on my website under this episode episode number seven and the free gift is a recording of a free energy healing that i'm doing every month and the energy healing that we did was on forgiveness so if you want extra help you can sign up and i will send you the audio that's it for now until soon much love and bye bye Thank you for listening to the Energy Shift Podcast at www.drkaterina.com.